And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. God bless you, every listener. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're going to talk to evangelist Lee Grady, an author, award-winning journalist, ordained minister from Georgia. He's worked as a news writer and magazine editor for many years, but now has immersed himself in full-time ministry, often traveling around the world to spread the love of Jesus. I'm an attorney and partner in the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Jesus-following attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, and religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Lee Grady is going to be speaking at Oaklawn, in Oaklawn at Rio de Agua Viva, in English that's Rivers of Living Water, Christian Assembly for a conference on July 21, which will go from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The cost is $10 and includes lunch. You can register at the church's website, that's Rio de Agua Viva, Chicago.com. Lee, welcome to our show. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Lee, how did you come to be an evangelist? And can you tell us a little about uh, your your call uh, within your, your evangelism? Sure. Well, I started my ministry really as a journalist, and I was an editor at Charisma Magazine for many years. But um, 18 years ago, I started a ministry called the Mordecai Project, which is uh, focused on confronting the various types of injustices that women face around the world. Uh, as you know, women are suffering in pretty serious ways around the world, and especially in the developing world. And so uh, our work focuses on confronting that abuse that they face. We deal with everything from domestic violence to the denial of education to girls, uh, to uh, various forms of cultural abuse that women face. And, of course, that also requires us to uh, speak to the men who abuse them. And so I do a lot of events with women as well as work with men, uh, trying to get them to learn how to value and esteem and treat their wives with respect and to treat women with respect. This raises the, the big question. Uh, a lot of the abuse occurs outside of the church. Are you principally uh, addressing abuse within the body of Christ, or uh, how, uh, else how do you uh, get your message out to the broader uh, public? Well, I wouldn't necessarily agree that most of the abuse happens outside because in a lot of cultures, women are still suffering even in the Christian uh, church. Uh, 
And so we start there, and then we work our way out. So we deal with it in the church as well as outside. And we're working on uh, both arenas. Um, You know, in the church, we deal with things like uh, domestic abuse that happens in marriages. Uh, That even happens uh, with pastors. And then we go outside of that and we're dealing with the society at large and we're challenging the whole culture to, uh, you know, embrace a new paradigm of respecting women, valuing them as equals, uh, fighting abuse on, in various forms. And so we are doing this on both the church and the secular uh, arena. Well, as you're advising women and, and, and teaching men, uh, how do you interpret the verses about uh, staying married when there is physical abuse within a marriage? The, the verses that say that uh, you should stay married if either party wants to make a life, and I've heard that interpreted uh, if if the spouse is pleased to live with you, um, that's I think First Corinthians six. Um, I, you and I would have to look at those verses together. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I obviously I don't um, I don't encourage people to get divorced, um, but I don't tell women who are in a domestic violence situation that they should stay in that situation. Um, we actually are building shelters and, you know, places of refuge for women who are whose lives are in danger because of their husband's abuse. And so if they're in a situation like that, of course, we try to encourage them to get help and get protection um, so that they don't become casualties. Because in some of the countries where I work, women are actually murdered by their partners. So, well, yeah, uh, no, no, that's what I was getting at, Lee, is that uh, there there is some teaching that, uh, women need to stay in a domestic relationship or a marriage, uh, even when there is uh, physical violence. And I, I, I fully concur that the, the scriptures uh, teach that you don't have to stay there if there is violence. It doesn't have to be life-threatening. It just can just be uh, serious abuse, physical, or uh, in some cases mental. But but the objective is to heal always. Sometimes sure. healing is best is best by uh, by separation. Exactly, and uh, there's incredible abuse from the church when pastors and leaders have told women that they should stay in abusive situations. There is no verse actually in the Bible that tells women to stay in an abusive situation. What we usually do is we quote, say, Ephesians chapter 5, which tells women to submit to their husbands. Um, but submission, you know, that, that particular verse tells us women should submit to their husbands in the Lord. Um, if a husband is abusing his wife, he is certainly not in the Lord. He's not in the Holy Spirit. He's not a be- his behavior is not uh, in the Lord. So I would never, ever, ever tell a woman that she admit to her husband if he's abusing her. And uh, you, you received this call 
because there were a lot of a lot of churches that weren't addressing the issue. I take it, Lee. Absolutely, it's not something that is talked about a lot. Uh, abuse is something that we need to be talking about. Uh, we shouldn't be uh, hiding that. We shouldn't be pretending that it's not happening. We shouldn't be in denial about it. It's it's a reality. Uh, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauck, and we're speaking with evangelist Lee Grady concerning his ministry uh, to women and his upcoming speaking engagement at Rio Stagua Viva Church. Uh, Lee, the verse I was, I was looking for is 1 Corinthians 7, uh, where Paul writes, If any brother has a wife who is not a believer and she's willing to live with him, he must not divorce her. Uh, do you feel that that, uh, that verse applies equally as well to, uh, to women who have a husband who's not a believer and that she should stay with him? Sure. I'm not telling women who have unsaved husbands that they should leave them. But if that man were abusing her, uh, or even if that man was a believer and he was abusing her, that's a different story than what you just described. I know many yeah. women whose husbands are not Christians and they have uh, a good relationship and that man respects her and, you know, she's obviously praying for him to become a believer. But that's a different situation when there's abuse. Now, in, in terms of your upcoming conference uh, at Rio Stagua Viva, are you going to be focusing on women's issues and marriage, or are there other things that you're going to be teaching? Um, in the seminar on Saturday, we will be dealing with this for sure. And um, my translator, Nori Menendez, is our director in Latin America, and he will also be addressing these issues from a woman's perspective. And I'll be talking uh, to both men and women about it uh, throughout the day. So we'll be talking about marriage, we'll be talking about abuse, and then we'll be offering uh, prayer and counseling for those who maybe are struggling with that. And uh, you, you talk uh, also about evangelism. How does that fit into this, uh, this counseling and, and uh, marital, marital advice? Well, I mean, evangelizing people and evangelizing a nation or a culture, uh, you have to make the gospel relevant to where people are and what their needs are. And so people may come who are struggling in various areas of their life, and of course we're always going to be offering the gospel and inviting people to come to know Christ personally. Um, people come to Jesus because they have needs. And so uh, if people are struggling in their marriage or... Um, you know, maybe they've had previous experiences with abuse in the past, maybe sexual abuse, uh, whatever. Um, obviously, they can get some help and some practical help in that regard. But then they also need to begin a relationship with Christ. So we always make that known and we invite people to make that decision while they're with us. Uh, coming up, we will talk further about the importance of evangelist Lee Grady's ministry to women and to, uh, and to men and to marriages in his speaking engagement at Rio Stagua Viva Church 
This is John Mauck, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauck, partner in law firm of Mauck and Baker, and we're talking with evangelist Lee Grady about his upcoming appearance at Rios de Agua Viva Christian Assembly. Uh, he'll be speaking on July 21, and that's a Saturday, when from 9 to 4.30 p.m., and he'll also be speaking at the Sunday morning service at Oaklawn. Um, the next day, July 22nd, uh, everybody is welcome to attend. It will be in English and Spanish, <clears throat> and probably with a little uh, southern accent uh, uh, that I hear from Lee. Uh, welcome back, Lee. Uh, tell us a little more about how couples can benefit from attending this conference. Sure. Well, they don't have to be uh, a couple that's having serious problems. You know, every married married couple can benefit from um, from this kind of seminar to strengthen their own relationship, but also to know how to counsel others. And that's uh, that's a huge issue today because, as we said in the earlier broadcast, um, you know, we don't talk enough about these topics. And so I always find that you know, you drill down a little bit and you'll find out that people are dealing with these issues uh, and they haven't really been open or honest and haven't been talking about them. So when you when you open up the can of worms and you discuss these topics, then stuff comes out and people get honest. And so, yeah, I think that uh, couples would benefit, but if, certainly if there's a woman listening today and maybe she's in a difficult marriage and her husband doesn't want to come, she should still come by herself and she'll get some prayer and she'll get some help. Uh, or even the man, uh, maybe, maybe he's dealing with some things, uh, with his wife and she doesn't want to come. So you don't have to come together, but, uh, we are going to be praying for couples and, uh, and then as well as just dealing with these very, very, serious topic. And it's a topic that's being raised right now in our culture. You know, the whole issue of uh, devaluing women and how women have been treated in our culture, how sexual abuse has been swept under the rug. That's all being discussed uh, out there in the secular culture today because of recent scandals in Hollywood and these kinds of things. So I think God is bringing all this to the forefront so that we'll deal with it. And uh, it's, in, in, it's going to end up being a great blessing for the church because we're going to get stronger, we're going to get healthier, and we're going to have stronger marriages. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but the concern always is when there's a move of God, how can we make it uh permanent and, and build it in. So it's not just a, a, a reaction of, uh, of of people to a particular crisis and then they forget about it and uh, uh, a year or two later everything resurfaces. And one, th one thing that you um, mentioned that I, I think may have some long-term potential is involving couples in counseling other couples. And uh, if you have a good marriage, um, 
and you're looking around, you probably see within your own family, certainly within your own church, all kinds of dysfunctional situations where there are uh, divorces or abuse. And when sh uh, should a couple begin counseling? How does a couple recognize that they have a call to start ministering to other couples and become uh, mentors or disciplers or, or, or just... Uh, uh, friends, I'm sure you've had a lot of experience in, in coaching people and and equipping because Lee Grady can't be everywhere, right? <laughs> exactly, and uh, and of course, uh, we that's what we need in every church in America is we need strong, healthy couples who can do ministry. Uh, I think one of the best ways that we can start uh, helping resolve this problem is by having mentors uh, get involved with young couples when they're just engaged. Um, I'm, I'm shocked at the number of couples that I meet that never had premarital counseling. They never went through any, uh, you know, counseling before they were married. And that's the kind of thing that should be provided by the local church. Uh, and it's, it works best if it can be a couple that can latch on to that young couple and share their own story and mentor them and counsel them through the, through the process of what it really means to be married. Yeah. And, and that uh, raises a, a good question, Lee. Do you, do you, you think that premarital counseling works best with another couple or with a pastor? Um, I know both work and both, both can be good, but, but should churches have, ongoing uh, couples ministries with uh, couples as volunteers? That's the best way to do it, in my opinion, because I think pastors usually are too busy. Certainly, if it's a larger church, there's no way that pastor can provide the premarital counseling for every couple that's getting married. And if he does, he's not going to have like a personal, long-term personal relationship with that couple even after they get married. So it's better for the pastor to train a team of uh, couples that can provide that. And then you have an ongoing marriage ministry in the church. And so, the, of course, the pastor can give direction and he can meet with those leaders uh, occasionally, but the, the pastor can't do it all. So this, this is all a part of equipping the local church to do what we're called to do. And if you have uh, you know, uh, a group of couples that can do that for the younger couples, and that would be ideal. Uh, amen. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker, and we're speaking with evangelist Lee Grady, a uh, renowned author and director of the Mordecai Project and Bold Venture. Uh, you started to talk about the Mordecai Project uh, and Bold Venture. What uh, what are those two ministries, and how can people connect to them? Yeah, well, they can go to the org or to boldventure.org. Uh, those are all connected. They're really just two different parts of my website. But if they go there, you'll find that the Mordecai Project is our international outreach to women who are suffering from abuse uh, or girls who are suffering from gender-based violence or gender-based uh, oppression. 
And that's uh, the work that we do, whether it's um, providing a safe place of healing and counseling for women who are in domestic violence situations. Uh, We also have a home for girls in India, girls who were abandoned because of their gender. And we do work in Africa with uh, girls who are denied education. Uh, And so that's what the Mordecai Project is focusing on. Bold Venture is our focus on discipleship. I'm a big believer in personal discipleship, and so I spend a lot of my time training uh, guys to disciple others, and we do these events for women as well, and it's just basically, uh, you know, reclaiming Jesus's method of personal investment in people, and so I train lots of people to become disciple makers, and then they go out and do the same. And so uh, the Bold Venture, uh, not only do we do those events in the United States, but we do them around the world. And I just got back two weeks ago from Colombia in South America, where we were doing a discipleship retreat for women. So uh, that is a lot of what I do is discipleship. Amen. And and we see the discipleship when when people get involved in it. and they're they're learning to be disciples, and then they start to disciple others. Uh, they get they get healings and blessings uh, multiplied, and that's uh, that's often that's often the key is is figuring out how to leverage leverage time and teach other people to pass on uh, the message. We appreciate your coming in today, Lee, uh, to talk, or I should say, coming in remotely from Georgia. And uh, you mentioned that you have a website that's uh, LeeGrady.com, or what is it exactly? If you go to LeeGrady.com, you will also see at the top Mordecai Project and Bold Venture. So all three of those things are combined in one, but uh, if they, they can easily go to LeeGrady.com, and they'll find there uh, my books. Uh, and they'll find a lot of articles that I've written over the years about these topics. And uh, then you can also link to the, to the Mordecai Project and learn about our overseas work. Amen. And, and uh, don't forget that Lee will be on July 21 at Rio Agua Viva in Oakland from... Uh, 9 to 4.30. It should be a very interesting conference, particularly if you have concern about women's issues, uh, marriage issues, or evangelism. You can bring your friends and they may get saved. Uh, This is, if you have a legal need or want the perspective of Christian attorneys, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. The number again, 312-726-1243, or at maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. We're a Christian law firm based in Chicago, and we serve churches, ministries, businesses, individuals in their legal needs and try to provide godly advice. Call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus for a free consultation. Again, our number is 312-726-1243. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. God bless you and have a wonderful day.
gonna have to serve somebody Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody 